All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So we teased today's retelling on last week's episode of the show, and I know the juice, as you put it, but I have not heard all of it. Or I guess I don't know the juice at all. I don't really know much of anything aside from the the premise. No, you have the broad strokes. You don't know all the good (laughs) stuff. It was fucking amazing. I cannot wait to tell you the story. So we'll get to that shortly, but first we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of the show. Cassidy is truly what we use to meet people. If we are trying to connect with other lifestylers, that's where we go and the main reason for it is because it's so easy to use. It's simple to navigate. It has a clean interface. Unlike some of the other lifestyle sites out there that are super old and antiquated and make it so difficult just to connect with other people, Cassidy makes it easy. So if you want to take all of the hassle out and you just want to start meeting like-minded people for sexy dates, you can do it right now at Cassidy.com. And the best part is you can try it free for an entire month. All you have to do is go to FrontPorchSwingers.com, our website, and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's FrontPorchSwingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to get started for free for a month and start meeting hot people like we do on Cassidy. Yeah, regularly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, you have to sift through some stuff, which we'll get to, uh, obviously. But, you know, on a lot of these apps, it, I mean, Cassidy is the best of all of them, obviously. It's the mail on mail shit that I struggle with on the other, <laughs> like, the apps. It's like fucking crazy. We do not guarantee that everyone on Cassidy is a quality person. Or I am, I am not <laughs> pretending for that to be that the That is case, not a thing. No, but we as have, we know very intimately. <laughs> yeah, but we have amazing success there as opposed to some of this other shit I deal with. Anyway, we have so much fucking cool shit going on. We are in the midst of uh, getting ready to get out of Town tomorrow. We're in the midst of birthday celebration time yep. for me. It is time for your birthday. And yeah, get yeah. The fuck up out of here because it's Super Bowl weekend and it's already batshit crazy. Yeah, as you guys are listening to this, it'll be obviously post Super Bowl, but yeah. Vegas is a fucking zoo right now. It is nuts, man. Three, four hour waits right now at the airport. They're suggesting if you're leaving on Monday after the Super Bowl to a lot for five hours at the airport to get through security. Get that's the nuts. Fuck out. You know what that's going to feel like with a hangover? <laughs> fuck that. Could you imagine? standing in line in security for four hours no 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 and if you're in terminal a at the at the airport here in vegas you're pretty well fucked if you need a drink because there are only two places you can really go and it's not they're very small it's not easy terminal one terminal yeah yeah, terminal one sorry near gates a and b it's a shit show so yeah (laughs) buckle up folks it's it's going down yeah you better plan ahead if you are going to be here if you have been here although we're we're giving advice for something that's already over well we gave we we planned ahead we're getting the fuck out of here yeah so we are going to get out of town spend a couple of nights at a or at least overnight at a hotel and have a some drinks and some dinner for your birthday and kind of you know explore some new areas which we've been doing a lot of even here with all the fucking places we normally go we really have kind of spread it out a little bit we've been dive barring it up and i fucking love it i love the dive bars here in vegas some of them are shit but some are so much fun but it's funny just to go and it's like what the fuck is this (laughs) Like, this is so abstract, but we have, we've had a great time all week because honestly, we haven't done a lot of lifestyle stuff. The last lifestyle in, you know interaction that either of us really had, you had kind of something happen that we can talk about at some point, but I had a date with Jade, which is what I'm going to talk about, Right. but that was last week. 
I haven't done anything in two weeks. I've literally taken an entire two weeks off, not only from playing, but even from like responding to messages and and that kind of stuff. I'm just not really focused on it right now, which it's, it feels really good. We talk all the time about balance in our lives and how we're terrible at that because we're workaholics, but we're also, we are also very dedicated and interested in the lifestyle and meeting new people. And so being able to like completely subtract that part of my life from what I'm doing day in and day out has been really healthy for me. Well, yeah, both my play partners currently, because fortunately I have regular play partners and it's amazing, but they're very busy right now as well. So it's perfect timing for us to really just kind of disconnect. And we got so much shit going on anyway. It's really been nice not having to focus on that. You know, I just got on my apps this morning. I'm like, oh, I got to go through this again. Like, (laughs) fuck. You know, it's just so overwhelming. And it's really been nice not doing that. It's been refreshing. Yeah, for sure. So here's something that will kind of blow your mind if you're not a single woman. If you're a single woman, this is not going to surprise you at all. But if you are a couple or a single man, I got onto my personal Cassidy profile, which is listed as a single woman because... I play solo right. and I don't want people to think that they're interacting with both of us. Right. So I woke up this morning and I got on the site and I haven't been on there and like, I don't know, a, it's only been a few days, like maybe four days or something. I had 48 missed messages. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It is insane. Well, I had, uh, I haven't even looked. I just now looked at Cassidy this morning along with my other apps and so on one of the apps I had 23 missed messages. That was just in two days. The other one was 13 and then I had seven uh, missed messages on Cassidy. So, you know, it's a lot. So when you're dealing with multiple platforms, it fucking gets overwhelming. Yeah. You know, especially for me, like I'm, I fucking check out. Well, I think I'm going to take a break from all of it until we go to Caliente. I don't yeah. see myself doing much lifestyle wise. I may have a date here or there in between, you know, because I like to see my regular play partners. I love them as people. And, you know, while there might be sex attached to it, I would rather even just to see them. I like yeah. spending that time with them. I'm really excited for Caliente. I have no expectations of what's going to happen. Happen. I have not set any dick appointments for no. it. I'm not going to. I am just going to go lay topless in the sun. I don't like to be bottomless at the at the nude clubs. Is that weird? No, I think a lot of people don't. Male and female folks, you know, and non-binary, we see it all the time. Some people are not comfortable being bottomless. Yeah, and it's for me it's not even a it really truly has nothing to do with the way my body looks. It has everything to do with like my pussy being out just it's feels different. weird. It yeah. feels I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like this is going to sound probably shouldn't even say this but it feels floppy you know like it's just like shit flopping about that's, i don't know that's a little weird sure but whatever you know <laughs> i I'm, just like everything to be contained until it's not and i'm like naked with somebody that i no, want to be naked I, with. does I that make that, sense yeah it's a lot it's very normal i think a lot of people are not super comfortable that way but i'm not saying i have a floppy vagina for the record i'm just saying like, not even remotely <laughs> but it's uh you know it I guess it's, it's somewhat, I guess it's a, it's a hygiene thing too, right? It's a, it's a bit uncomfortable for some people to kind of wrap their heads around. I mean, yeah. I get it. Me, I don't give a fuck. As soon as the sun is out and I have the opportunity, I'm fucking naked. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is what it is. You love being naked. There's Remember nothing. when we were at the nude resort in Florida? Like yeah. all you did, you would walk the dog naked, you'd work out naked. I give a fuck. Yeah, I didn't care. And I'm I like, love I love being topless. I love having my tit, like sauna, my tits feels good. You don't get tan lines. I love all of that. But for whatever reason, I got to have bottoms on. Uh, yeah, I just don't care. If it's sun <laughs> and I have the opportunity and it's permissible, I'm naked. That's just the way it is. Well, I when do. we were at that nude resort, you had to be naked in, in the areas, pool yeah. and hot tub area. You couldn't yeah. go into the water with swimsuit bottoms right. on. Right. And that was like a huge step out of my comfort zone. So I love that Caliente is like clothing optional. Yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> I can't wait. I do have... 
of the potentiality for uh, some play next week because there's a lovely gal and her husband coming in town to come to our event who I have been chatting with for a period of time. I forgot about that. Yeah, it looks like I will probably have that date in between our event on the 15th and my birthday. So that'll yeah. be, it'll be kind of nice, but that's, that's what I have planned. Of course, you know, my regular play partners want to get together, but time permitting, you know, we'll have to see how that works out, but it's been nice just focusing on the shit we've had to focus on. So we are officially going to Exotica and Sexpo. Yes. We're going to be at, for ex- for sure, Exotica Chicago. Yep. And we're going to be at Sexpo, which is here in Las Vegas, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. That's a huge sex positive convention that is usually held in Australia and they're doing it for the first time ever here in the US and it just happens to be where we live so it's like fucking perfect oh it's ideal and so yeah I can't fucking wait to do some of the shit we're getting ready to do the truth of the matter is the lifestyle space has really been fucking challenging and it's nice to get back into my roots the adult entertainment space I'm fucking pumped I cannot wait yeah I mean for me there's definitely some anxiety in it because I've never been in that world like even when we went to AVN and stuff like that it's cool and I like being around all those people and of course you know it's cool to to network with people in that environment but I've always felt like a little bit of an imposter in those environments right because it's like yeah I do OnlyFans but I'm not a porn star that's very different these days that's that's not a thing for sure yeah I mean we have friends that are doing other booths at Exotica Chicago that are also just OnlyFans creators and I don't say that as if like oh just an OnlyFans creator but you know what I mean like they're not porn stars so, yeah, I definitely think the industry has changed and I just need to be able to like wrap my fucking head around that and not be so neurotic because yeah. we're already talking about like I'm probably going to have a booth for my content there. You are. And I'm really excited about that. But it's also like you're no longer Brenna the podcaster in that environment. You are now Brenna the creator who shows her tits and ass online. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I have to like get out of my fucking head a little bit. Yeah, it's some, it's going to be a pivot uh, for you for sure. No doubt about it. But I'm fucking excited about it just in dealing with the folks in that space in the last what couple of weeks the level of professionalism is next level compared to this fucking space. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just not even close. So it's really nice to be doing that. I'm fucking pumped for it. I cannot I can, wait. I can tell the excitement in you right now, like the spark in your eye as we're planning these things, as we're talking about like what our booths are going to look like as you're, you know, negotiating with people on the phone. You have such a glint in your eye right now and it makes me so excited. So I think that has been the most positive thing to come out of the last couple of weeks. Like we've, like I said, I've taken a break from the sex stuff aside from with you, of course. And we're now focusing on the professional part of it and seeing the excitement on both of our ends for it is just, it's like electrifying. I feel alive right now. Yeah. Well, it's new. It's, it's on some level it's new. So there will be some pivoting, obviously. I'm just fucking excited to be doing something that I am super fucking comfortable in again and putting fucking deals together and, and chatting and talking to people that I have a conversation with. I understand the fucking, you know, the, the verbiage. Uh, and I don't have to tiptoe and dance around bullshit. It's really nice. You know, it's real fucking nice. It's a language I speak and I enjoy the shit out of it. <laughs> so I cannot fucking wait. Me too. So last week I had some horrendous uh, uh, worst, worst of, of the, the weeks. weeks. <laughs> you yes. didn't really have much. In my opinion, what you are going to read today is it's really super fucking egregious. It's not like some grotesque thing that somebody sent out it's the it's really it's, it's not raunchy it's no. not raunchy it's not like oh baby i want to stick my dick xyz places no, no. it's nothing like that it's the intent that is fucked up for me and yep. and it really does speak to why i need a fucking i've needed a break from dealing with lifestyle people outside of our friends right, right? because there we talk about it all the time the social media fatigue the lifestyle fatigue it's honestly because of the inundation of of well, piss poor information, let's face it. And there's so much of it. 
And I think a lot of times people who are new or getting into the space who are new, like the folks that wrote the guy that reached out to you, yep. part of a couple new, right? They're seeing this atrocious information, overwhelming, obviously, and they really don't know what to fucking do with it. Right. So this is what they think makes sense because of what they see, right? The perception. And, and it's a fucking problem. So I'm going to, you, you sent it to me. I'm going to get it up for you so you can fucking read it. I don't even want to read it again. It's so fucking fucking cringe. Yeah, it's horrible. Okay, so here's the message. Hey there, my wife and I are fairly new to the lifestyle. She sent me your profile and asked me to reach out as she thinks you'd be, she thinks you'd be a perfect fit for us for a threesome. We love that you're thick. I'm an ass man and she would prefer that the other woman be bigger than her. Yeah. Let us know if you're interested in some hot play. I mean, there's so many (laughs) things wrong with this, but the biggest of which is I truly believe I told you this this morning. I truly believe his wife did tell him. No question. I want you to find larger women for us to be with or, or the woman that we play with needs to be larger than I am. Not because she's attracted to thicker women, which would be totally fine. You can be attracted to whatever you want. I'm attracted to thicker women but i think she did it because there's an insecurity there and i told you too her profile pictures she's clearly a gym rat like she is very fit she's very toned and i think she takes a lot of pride in that which is awesome but i also think that in her mind it's like well he won't leave me for somebody who isn't as fit as i am so there is somehow you know, I'm not a threat, basically. Right. Yeah. Like, there is security in knowing that I am a larger woman than she is, and therefore that's why she asked him to reach out to me. It's it's just, it's an neurosis. It really is. It, and it's so bizarre and could not be further from accurate. Well, I was just going to say, not only is it so fucking rude to say what he said, but it's also, I know so many men that are exclusively interested in thicker women. I also know a lot of men that, while maybe they're not exclusively interested in thicker women, it is their preference. So right. don't act as if I am some uggo compared to you just because I'm a size 12 and you're a size 2. Well, again, this is a her thing. This is a an insecurity. Uh, and no one is more insecure than folks like myself who are you know dedicated to eating and yeah. properly and working Super out we're the most neurotic fitness minded people absolutely yeah. so this is a this is a her thing for sure she's jealous she's neurotic and i have no doubt that she told him hey you can fuck whoever you want as long as they're not they don't they're not as fit as i am or something like that <laughs> right because like you said she doesn't find you to be a threat nope. whatsoever which is rude to begin with right <laughs> And she's probably thinking in her mind, well, certainly if he's going to leave me, it won't be for someone who's not as fit as me. And that's fucking insane. That's an insane way to to look at this. And then for him, dumbass, (laughs) to to articulate it it to To you that that way. It's like, come on, dude. Are you insane? Like, Uh, have a little bit of couth intact, man. Again, I'm wondering if that's ever worked, right? (laughs) And and I hope it has never worked. I sincerely hope you never get laid from sending a message like that. You have no business getting laid if that's how you're going to reach out to Exactly. It's fucking horrible. Now, I will acquiesce that yours is likely worse than mine. It's certainly more egregious. Okay, let's hear yours. These things are cyclical. I talk about this all the time. So when I get a message that's like really fucking weird, it's never a one off. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get one and then I'll get 12 like with the same connotation. Yeah, it's really weird how that works. It, I've noticed that with I, it's non- a trend. I, I, I can't figure it out. Yeah, I've noticed it just on my sites too well, for sure. What I've gotten off this is a you know, I'll, I'll go over it with you what I normally what I've been getting, but this is the one I thought was just it just stood out. <laughs> Again, bearing in mind, I don't know this person. Right. Okay? I have no fucking idea who this guy is. It's message one. And I read it to you as soon as I got it, I was like, you gotta see this. <laughs> it's crazy. 
Want to stroke and suck my cock now? I can come over right now. That's the message. Okay. Right? So I don't respond, obviously. I saved it because I wanted to read it. <laughs> he doubles down, sends me a message with a picture of his cock. Not totally unimpressive, but it says, <laughs> again, want to stroke and suck my cock now? I can come over now. He just repeated the same message. The only thing he did was he added a picture of his cock. I'm like... <laughs> I just can't. Man. Mine definitely I just, wins, I think. But yeah. yours, I think the reason yours is, is as bad as it is is because it's so lacking in like intellect. Like clearly, that's not going to work. Well, if you if it hasn't worked the first time, why are you doubling down and doing it a second time? That's so childish. And what I'm getting a lot is this breeding concept. Remember, I read oh, the one yeah. to you where it's like I would love to breed you. First well, of all, okay, there's we nothing talk... in my bio that would indicate at all that I have any interest in that. Right. We need to talk about that though because that is also a trend in the lifestyle. That's not just a trend with non-straight people. What, what do you mean? You're getting you're getting No, that? I'm not getting it. But what I'm seeing is ads on places like on Reddit, on, you know, kink sites, etc. that are hot wife couples looking for single men who are willing to breed their wives. Basically, they want to play bareback. That's all that boils down to. Yeah, and like, again, I'm I'm not yucking anyone's yum. Everyone can decide for themselves what is right with their health, but it is concerning that it's becoming so yeah. common. And I mean, for me, it's, it's like... I think that there is a time and a place for a fantasy like that with somebody that you know, yeah. somebody that you trust. You have both been very recently tested, yeah. very recently tested, and you yeah. trust them when they tell you that they haven't fucked anyone bareback in between their test and when you guys are together. That is still risky, yes. but it's significantly less risky than you want to put up some fucking ad on some random social media platform some rando, to get some yeah. random strange to come fucking come inside of your wife. Yeah, listen, do your thing. That's fucking fine. I Again, I don't care. What I will tell you is that if I am obviously aware that that is something that you folks are into, I'm out. So I'm, we only play safe. It's well, not even an option. And listen, I've had a lot of guys. This is even more fucking disturbing to me because this is male-on-male interaction we're talking about, right? This is not unusual. The, the, the breeding thing is not unusual. I had a guy who I was chatting with who was my age, my, like in my in his 50s, attractive, solid dude, mm-hmm. seemed very fucking normal, okay? Until it got to the conversation of how we engage and what we're looking for. And again, yeah, and everything, it all went out the window. everything very normal <laughs> until it got to our... So obviously you play BB, bareback. I said, well, no, and you must not have completely read my bio. I make it very clear that that's not a thing. He's like, Could oh, well, that's what I'm looking for. You as a partnered man are going to go play with another man that you do not know, allow him to either come in you or you come in him and then come home to me? Well, any uh, listen, first of all, people get it fucked up. The, the idea of playing safe, there's a lot of components in that. Because what he says to me, he goes, well, I'm regularly tested. I don't give a fuck if you're tested on the on an hourly basis. That doesn't tell me shit. Right. It's a, it, there's a portion of that... First of all, your behavior is totally fucking suspect and really fucking ne- negligent, okay? So there's a lot of other shit going on that I'm concerned about with you, right? Safety is not a factor for you. <laughs> and, and so I, I that concerns me, obviously. And again, it says very clearly in my bio what it is I am and am not willing to to do. And that is one of them. It's very fucking clear. So here's the guy that I've been chatting with literally on and off for maybe a week because, you know, I'm on and off and in and out of the fucking thing. (laughs) And only after like five or six days does this pop up. And it's like, man, are you fucking serious? I mean, you're a grown ass man. You're an adult male who is a gay man. 
according to what he wrote me. And you're you're eager to play bareback with a fucking stranger? I certainly like, hope he's on prep. Jesus Christ. Well, Christ. that's his whole thing, right? He's on prep and I'm testing. I don't care. That this is an op- this is about mitigation. Right. Right? You're on prep and you know, you're tested. Also, you should be playing safe. This talk about the the opportunity for a problem to be really mitigated. That's what you do. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. This is a very strange world in this the space that I that I'm in because the the vastness of how people engage is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. The so, stupidity is rampant. I'll, t- I'll say that shit. much. Well, it's and again, it's not. Crazy. I can't even go. I can't even attribute it to. Ah, he's a young guy and he's reckless or whatever. Fucking dude's 50. Mm-hmm. Like, are you serious right now, man? You know, get the fuck out of here. It's crazy. Meanwhile, I had a date with a gentleman a couple was a week ago now, two weeks ago, I don't even remember. Two weeks ago, that, yeah. You know, we played. And obviously, he's another adult fucking male. And the conversations about safe play are, I mean, it's it, it was so fucking detailed. Everything about it was about safety. Right. You know? As well it should be. Why is this so complicated for people? It's so fucking nuts to me. Yep. You know, I don't get it. It it really is a large variance, which is why it fucks me up so much. Like, I can't deal with it that often. It's crazy. So, anyway, you win. (laughs) I win. Yay. You win. I'm not even... I win by being called a fatty. Woo! Well, it's so... That's so fucking... (laughs) It's so crazy to me. What people think about... First of all, what you think you can say to someone, a total fucking stranger... I don't understand that at all. And, I don't either. And I get that your wife probably like said to you, hey, you can't fuck anyone who is as fit as I am, whatever the fuck that means, but have at it any other time. Like whatever else, go crazy, right? Yeah. And so they're going through, you can imagine these people scrolling through and they go, oh, well, she's not a size two. This might work. And only to reach out to you and indicate to you clearly that that's why they're reaching out to you. Yep. Not that you're zero tact. Not that I'm super attracted to you. I love that thick ass, or I'm this, or it's that. I really enjoy yeah, thick not, women. We're both into thicker women. That no. would have been okay. Cool. No, you are reached out to by default. Yep. Because of the fact that she deemed you less of a threat. Yep. That's all that was. Fuck you. Yep. There's there is innately what's wrong with this space. Go fuck yourself. I agree. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> Single guy tip of the week. Yes. You and I have been talking about this. Listen, I'm going to break, I'm going to hurt some feelings. Here's the bottom line. I have gotten a lot of interaction lately. I see a lot of stupid shit and I comment on it. And so people are now, guys particularly, are really reaching out in, in, in larger numbers than they ever have before. And again, I attribute it to the horrendous information that has become available to people through social media. It's just the way it is. Right. Guys that are interested in getting into the space for whatever reason, be them good or bad, now seem to have the opportunity to acquire what they think is is information uh, off these fucking sites. Right. Uh, I'm going to help these guys out here real quick. First of all, <laughs> this is your single guy tip of the week right out of the gate. Just take it for what it's worth. Do not listen to people who have, A, no fucking experience with single men in this space, B, are not themselves a successful single male. And when I say successful... You can define that any way you want. My definition of that is someone who has been in this space for a period of time, has validations and that kind of thing, obviously, can speak intelligently and articulately about 
what it is that makes them successful in this space. Not what's going to make you successful, what makes them successful, yep. right? You've got to have obviously a proven track record and there's a number of ways you can, you can figure that out. But do not take advice from people like couples who don't play with single men. Yeah, that's who, a crazy. That's one the to dumbest me. fucking thing ever. Or, or even better yet, from single women in this space. Do not take advice from single women in this space. <laughs> no, they have such. Well, like I said, they don't have such a that. skewed vision of what yeah. the lifestyle is. Look at my freaking, you know, solo lady profile yeah. on Cassidy. Do not do that. Okay. So for the for the single guys attempting to get into this space, you and, need to and, know a few and, things. And me saying that, by the way, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with single women's visions of the lifestyle. We no. all have our own perceptions based on our own experiences but like you said you can't possibly know how to be no. successful as a single man if you're a single woman in this space it's just it's apples and oranges well also if you're a single woman who plays predominantly with couples you have absolutely no frame of reference in this and, right. and a single woman in this space who is giving guys single guys dating fucking advice in this space this is not the single this is not like the you know the monogamous space this is a very different thing right so you again apples and oranges right two different fucking sports entirely so there you have it. That's your single guy tip. Stop listening to people who cannot provide you with intelligent, accurate information. Just stop it. Well, we have a friend here in Las Vegas who's a very successful single guy. One of the more successful guys I've ever known in this space. He it, constantly, not only here in Vegas is he very successful, all but over. he has women literally all over the country that are like texting him, hey, you know, either we're coming to Vegas or can we fly you out? Them in to see us yeah, in our in. city. I mean, yeah. it's a huge deal. He's incredibly successful. And hearing him talk about the lifestyle and how he navigates it versus, you know, some fucking couple, it's it literally some, is night and day. Some random fucking dude who's been to a couple of lifestyle parties and thinks he's a fucking expert. Maybe got laid once or twice and he's like, yeah. oh, now I know everything. Yeah, maybe he fucking, yeah. you know, fucked around and stepped on a fucking uh, a lucky charm and got a piece of ass at some a fucking event. Charm. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Now Seriously. I want lucky charms. Thanks a lot. I know. Now, me too. So... <laughs> So there's your there's your single guy tip. But here's the other thing that these guys have to understand. And this is something that we're dealing with a lot because we host lifestyle events, hot wife events. Just because you are a single dude, okay, here's here's where this came from. A question was posed about the average guy. Now, I'm not talking about average cock size. That, that, that's just part of being an average guy, the, the way that Average posed. and always. Yes. Average and always. So on a scale from one to 10, you're a four or five or six. That's how this was posed, right? Does that guy, a guy like that, is there a space for him in the lifestyle? My answer was absolutely. Yeah, there's there a space, is a space for, for you. There's yep. a space for practically everybody, okay? Yeah. But don't get it fucking twisted. If you're a single dude, you and I don't care what arena you're in, you still have to be at the top of your game. However, single guy, average single guy attending a at the normal lifestyle event where it's couples and single females and a number of single men are permitted, right? Where there's the potentiality of this average guy, for example, getting involved in a threesome, you know, an MFM with a couple who just simply wants a second cock in the room. You absolutely have an opportunity there. Of We've course. seen it. We, there's a club here in Vegas. It's not a lifestyle club. It is a sex club. If you're an average guy, this is where you want to go yep. because this is like a target rich environment. Yeah. There's full on orgies going on. It's random people coming into town who just want to get their fuck on and their freak on in Vegas. And if you're standing around and you got a cock, you're in. Right. This is the, pl there are places for you. Let me tell you where you, Mr. Average, who does not look like you ironed your clothes, you haven't combed your fucking hair, <laughs> you know, you're just an average dude. The hot wife space not for you. No, it's not probably for you. not. You are fighting an uphill battle. In no, order that's to... not to say you couldn't walk into that room and charm the fucking panties. No, off no, of people, that's not what I'm saying at all. Too. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Right. 
the odds of you being successful in the hot wife centric space as an average, I'm using air quotes, average guy is far less likely than you would be successful in the swinger centric normative space. I agree. Because in the hot wife space, there folks are looking for something a little different. If you can, listen, you had you played with a guy that I did not re- didn't really think you were that interested in not too long ago. And you had a great time. He, super nice guy. I enjoyed his company. I thought it was very cool. Mm-hmm. I was not turned on by the fact that you fucked that guy. Right. Th- that did nothing for you and I. Well, and I had fun, but it you was not time. it was yeah. not fucking mind-blowing no, for us no, afterwards. No, no. The, no. What you and I get off on is the fact that I am with more... The guys that you... When we... What I get off on, what you and I really fucking... You know, what we really kind of reconnect over is when you are uber attracted to a guy, right? And it's because he's fucking tall and good looking and you just... You're just drooling over him. Yeah. And he's got a gigantic cock. That's right? usually part so, of it, yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, that's what it is. But that's not just it's not like that's only you. The hot wife space, that's what it's all about. And I will, as I said, I will argue this with people all fucking day long because numbers do not lie and I can prove it. Yeah. So you can't come to me as an average single dude and get bent out of shape when I tell you, yes, there's a space for you, but not all spaces are for you. Well, and yeah, and what I told you when we were talking about it earlier is like guys that go to the sex club here in town and they're just randomly pulled into gangbangs. And we've seen it. It and, happens. And that happens. That happens a lot. Like guys that it doesn't matter what you look like. It really it certainly no. doesn't matter what your personality is like because nope. they don't care. They don't even want to talk to you. They, don't they even just want, to look want at you to be a stunt cock in the room. So you go to a place like that and you're like, well, fuck. I'm in the hot wife space. And then you do something yeah, like buy a ticket not. to our hot wife event here in Las Vegas. And you walk into a room of beautiful men who are ridiculously charming, most of whom have been in this space for a long time and yep. understand how to work a room. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're the guy sitting by himself all fucking night. And is it shallow? Sure. sure we is. can call it shallow. We sure can call is, it whatever the fuck, fuck you want to call it. Whatever it is. But at the end of the day, it's the reality. Hey, here's the bottom line. You and I are a, a committed, loving couple. If we have decided collectively that we are going to fuck other people, then that has to matter. Yes. Right? So for you to go off and fuck just some dude for the sake of fucking him does nothing for either you or me or us collectively. Right. Nothing. So there's no fucking upside. We just had this happen. We went to a meet and greet, met a, met a guy who was a good looking dude, my age, just a nice looking guy. Yep. Very pleasant, a little weird, but very pleasant and attractive. He wanted to come to one of our hot wife events. I didn't tell him not to. Right. I just told him this is a different environment. Well, he came and he left within 30 fucking minutes because he realized very quickly he was out of his depth. Yep. He sat in the corner, didn't talk to anyone other than me and our security guy. And he was like, yeah, this really isn't my space at all. I'm really not comfortable here. I said, listen, it's not that we don't, that you can't be successful here. You have to go above and beyond to be successful here. And you're not used to that. He was a coupled guy. Then he's a single guy and he's still in the space, which is great. And he's doing well, but not in the hot wife centric space. That's not a thing. He is very much welcome here in town in the couple for couple centric environments because he's a super fucking sharp, nice guy. Yep. He's put together. He's, he's, you know, he's a good looking dude. That's, that doesn't matter. That's not what people are looking for. In the hot wife space, typically. Well, and that's always how I know when a couple, like if a couple says that they're a hot wife couple, but then they follow it up with, well, we treat guys in this sort of way. You know, there are stunt cocks, they're this, they're that. Because, you know, 
single men are a dime a dozen. If you hear anyone say single men are, are a, a dime, dime a, dozen. a dozen in the lifestyle, that tells you one very simple thing. They are not a hot wife couple. They nope. do not understand the hot wife lifestyle nope. because legitimate, attractive, respectful men that can lay the fucking pipe are <laughs> not, not a, dime a, dime a dime a dozen. They Absolutely simply not. are not. No. So there's your very fucking long winded single guy tip of the week. Okay. Number one, do not take advice from people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Do, just like don't take fucking nutrition advice from someone who's overweight. That's a bad fucking plan. Don't get your hair cut by a bald guy. That kind of shit. Pretty fucking simple, right? You do not want to take advice from someone in this fucking lifestyle who does not, A, have any respect for single men, does not have any interest in engaging with single men, and more importantly, has never been interested in engaging with single men and don't take it from guys who don't have any fucking successful track record. Yep. Just don't. You are pissing up a tree if you think that that's going to work for you. I love that phrase. It's not going to fucking work. Well, and what's going to end up happening is, and we've seen it, we've talked to these guys. They get terrible information. They go down the wrong road. They're like, oh, fuck, this isn't for me. This doesn't work for me. I'm going back to monogamy and they're fucking miserable and they're bitter. Listen, you took the wrong advice. You you, you didn't listen. And And you you had unreal Realistic expectations. Way, yeah, well, that's yeah. the other thing. You better, as a single dude, if you're an, especially an average single guy, you better be prepared for rejection. Forget all the other bullshit. It's consent and rejection that you need to get real fucking comfortable with yep. real fucking quick. Agreed. Consent is king and rejection is inevitable. Yes. Fucking deal with it. It's that simple. There's my single guy tip. Knock yourself out. I love it. You know what I love even more? I know what you love. When you have hot fucking stories to tell me because it turns me on, man. You don't even know where this thing is going. It's well, so I know the fucking premise crazy. of it because she told me at dinner, but I do not know the details of it. No, you no, you don't have a clue. It's so it's so nuts. Oh it's my so God. so crazy, so out of my comfort zone, so not the norm for me, <laughs> so fucking abstract to think it's great. Where, where do you hear it? Oh God, I can't wait. So we're gonna get to all of that very shortly but first we want to say thank you to the partners of the front porch swingers podcast if you've ever tried to break a bad habit you know it can feel like pushing a boulder up a mountain i know i've been there i know a lot of people that have been trying to break hand to mouth bad habits which is by far one of the hardest to break our friends our family so many people it really is a struggle and thankfully our sponsors fume have come to the rescue. Fume is an award-winning, innovative device that is completely natural. They use flavored air packets instead of any chemicals to basically help you replace that bad habit. They taste delicious. You literally just insert them into this beautiful wood and metal device. Very cool. And you can suck on it throughout the day. You can fidget with it throughout the day. So whatever bad habit you're trying to break, especially of the hand-to-mouth variety, it's just the perfect thing to have at your disposal. For sure. It's an ideal piece to do that with and our friends and family that have used it all of them successful yes. all of them which is great it's so weird yes we have a family member I have a family member that's been trying to break that bad habit for 10 years yep. I sent him a fume as a gift I was like use this try to break that bad habit yeah. finally and he was so excited about it because you know he's tried the nicotine patches and other things like that it just doesn't work for him no. so this is something that you can use and not feel guilty about and once again it can help you break that bad habit the little flavored air packets are amazing they come in all sorts of different flavors so whatever your taste are, you're going to have something that is 
going to work for you. I personally love the mint, not only because I like mint flavored stuff. Can't but go wrong with mint. Yeah, it just feels good in your mouth. It makes me feel fresher. I don't know. It's great. So if you want to break up with your bad habit, now is the time because thanks to Fume, they are offering our listeners a discount on their journey pack. So not only are you going to get the Fume device, the thing that you actually hold in your hand, but with the journey pack, you also get a variety of different flavored air packets to try and decide which flavor works for you so that you can reorder them if necessary in the future. And you can get it at a discount of 10% right now when you go to tryfume.com slash FPS. So again, that's uh, tryfumefum.com slash FPS for 10% off of their journey pack to start breaking that bad habit today. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Shameless Care. I love Shameless Care for so many reasons. The best. First of all, they take all of the hassle out of your sexual wellness needs, your sexual health needs. One of the things I absolutely hate doing is going to a doctor's office and answering very invasive questions. Obviously, that's their job to ask you those invasive questions. Yes. But it's so awkward. Especially when you're talking about sex. Oh, for right? sure. It, people, it's a, it's rough. Yeah. So, for example, we just got done talking in this episode about sexual wellness and about making sure that you're tested and making sure you're mitigating risks. Thanks to Shameless Care, you can have STI testing sent straight to your home. You take the test at home, you send it back to them, and within just a few days, you have your results. And the best part of all of that is if right now, if you're getting STI testing at your doctor's office, they're probably not doing swabs unless you ask them right. to, and it's an additional expense. With Shameless Care, those swabs, the throat swabs and everything are included in your testing kit. So, so it's total peace of mind, which is really important in the lifestyle. You can go into play dynamics, not being constantly worried about your status. You have it. And again, you didn't even have to go to a doctor's office to do it. No, it's super fucking convenient. And they are an amazing lifestyle company. Yes, lifestyle people on yes. top of it. So if you want to get $30 off any of their uh, services, you can do so right now by heading to shamelesscare.com and using our promo code FPS at checkout. Again, that's shamelesscare.com. Use code FPS for $30 off their at-home lab tests, their ED medication, or any of their other services. $30 off ED medication is a huge deal. Hell yeah. We are heading to Denver, and we uh, could not be more excited. We are so fucking excited for Denver. New venue, beautiful space. I cannot fucking wait. Denver is like one of the best lifestyle communities anywhere in the country. Yeah, we started doing lifestyle events ourselves, hot wife specific events mostly, because we want to help people have as much fun in that space as possible. We know yeah. that it's tough because if you just go to a random place and there's a ton of single men that haven't been vetted, that haven't been approved for anything, yeah, you're probably not going to be surrounded by the highest quality or caliber of men. Right. And, you know, same with the couples. Let's be real. There are a lot of people in the lifestyle that probably shouldn't be at lifestyle events. We vet and approve every single member that applies to come to one of our sites or to one of our events. And I think that that's really what makes us different. And it's sure. also what makes it so much more enjoyable, especially for the couples that come to our Hot Wife events. And Denver is a standout. The fucking crowd in Denver, the people, amazing. The men, they're, oh, they're, I drool over them. Everyone is attractive and well, just well put together and polite and cordial. Just an amazing group of fucking people. I cannot wait to get back there. It's one of my favorite places. So if you want to join us in Denver on March 16th, you can go to members.frontporchswingers.com today fill out an application and if approved you can get a ticket don't wait too long because our denver events do sell out yes they do 
So as we mentioned last week on the podcast, I knew of the general idea of your play date with Jade because she and I went out to dinner with another one of our friends yeah. the night before your play date. So what did she tell you was going to happen? So we went to dinner and she was like, so I have something kind of out of the box planned for Brian and I want to get your thoughts on yeah, it. Because you didn't tell me, you didn't give it up. I no. had no idea. Absolutely not. I would no, never. Zero idea. So she tells me that she her plan is for you to come through the garage, which apparently you normally do. Too often. Yeah. And she was going to have a pair of heels sitting in the, like the window of the car so that you could see them. Yeah. And her thought was like you would stop and be like, oh, that's interesting. Why are her heels in the car? Yeah. Because she has a very tinted window. Very tinted. And so she was hoping that like that would lead you to the car. She also told me she was going to put a space heater in it for it for you because she knows <laughs> she that you did. hate being cold. Yeah. So that's all I knew of it. All right. So here's how this goes down. And obviously to play in the car. Well, to some degree, for sure. Yeah. So yes, Jade and I have a plan, right? It's usually the same kind of plan. I'm going to meet at whatever time. We're going to go to her place. And usually it's when she gets out of work and that kind of thing. In this particular case, it was a Saturday. Yes. And so it was great. I got a chance to go earlier in the day, right? So we're planning, I think it was like two or two 30. I head over as I'm getting there. And this is pretty standard at some point. Like if I'm going to meet her at two, about 10 to two, she'll send me a text. Yeah. Hey, I'm on my way. I'm running late. Let yourself in, come in through the garage, you know, whatever. In this particular case, I get a message from her, come in through the garage. I'll be waiting for you. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> so I pull into the driveway, <laughs> punch in the code, garage door goes up and her car is not in its usual spot. First of all, Instead of, it's a double, you know, two-car garage. Instead of being to the right when you enter, it's on the left side. Okay. Okay, which is not the norm. And she has very tinted windows. The windows are super fucking dark, okay? So as I walk in and I'm going through the garage and I'm going to go to the door to get into the house to put the garage door down, I notice that there are, in fact, a pair of, like, cream-colored heels in the window of her, or in the door of the car. It's not even the window. It's in the... Oh. Like the door was open. She put them in, closed the door, and they were just sitting there. Okay. And I thought, well, that's fucking weird. And I, 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 the first thing I thought I was, well, I should bring these in for her. She probably doesn't even know she left them here, right? <laughs> I'm standing in front of the fucking car. It's dark enough that I cannot see it. Because obviously, I'm on the passenger side. It's a four-door car. I don't see her, any, anything moving until she moved. And a shadow. I just caught a like a glimpse of something. And you know, I mean, my eyes are fucking horrible. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So I walk over to it and I can hear her giggle and she opens the back door. <laughs> I so love that. The garage door is still open. That's so cute. That's so Jade. So she's in the car in this sexy fucking it's lingerie, but it's like, oh, how do I explain it? It's straps. It's just straps. Oh, I love that kind of lingerie, like it, Honey Burdette style. It's so fucking hot. Yeah. yeah. It's got like um, little metal like accessories, you know, on it. It's yeah. just super fucking cute. So, of course, I realize now she's essentially naked because her ass is out. I got to shut the fucking garage door. <laughs> so I go over. I hit the door. I'm like, what are you doing in there? She's got music playing, right? The heater, the whole nine yards. And so I obviously know where this is headed. Now, you know me, right? I'm fucking weird anyway now we're in a car yeah i am fully dressed i have my bag you know i know where this is headed oh you're so neurotic man what do i do do i just 
strip it all off and say, fuck it and get in the car. Yes, that's what you do. Yeah, I, I couldn't really necessarily do that that easily, right? Because I got my fucking boots on and I, all this shit. <laughs> anyway, she looks so fucking good. So, of course, I kiss her and she just starts unzipping my pants. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, so fuck it. This is out the window. <laughs> so, while she's unzipping my pants, I'm undoing my belt. I've got to take all my shit off, right? I take my shirt off. So I've got my shirt, my outer shirt is off. My t-shirt is off. It's on the roof of the car. My bag is on the roof of the car. I take my glasses off, my phone on the roof of the car. So I'm standing there in like basically my pants and my shoes, my boots, right? She's sucking my cock. And I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck do I transition from where I currently am in the condition I'm in into getting into this fucking car? Right. Which by the way, isn't that big. It's a four-door, but it ain't big. And fortunately, she's tiny. But I'm like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Yeah, if she was a tall woman, it would have been a fucking train wreck. Yeah, The seats are pushed all the way up. So she's so small that she was able to actually, like, sit, like, on the floor behind the front seat. You know what I mean? Like, so... She's sucking my cock. I got her hair is in my hand. I'm pulling her hair a little bit and squeezing her tits. And, you know, she's super fucking sensitive there. And this is happening for a little while. And the truth is I dragged it out, A, because it felt really good. And B, I didn't know where the fuck I was going from here. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I, I'm just, fuck it. I'm just, I'm just going to turn into this, steer right into this fucking thing. She gets up and she kind of gets into the car. And again, she's so small. She's sitting now on the floor behind her front seat. Plenty of room. Right. So I get in, I sit down, I start untying my shoes and she's all over me. And I'm like, I, I can't do both of these things, right? There's no fuck, <laughs> I, there's not enough room. So she is kissing on me and my arms, my shoulder, my my back, because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm facing out the passenger side rear door a little bit. I, you know, so I get my shoes off, I throw the fucking shoes out. <laughs> she helps me get my pants off the, and my the underwear. The garage door is closed at the this point. The garage door now is closed. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, I shut that when she emerged from the car with his lingerie on. She lives like, in a very family-friendly neighborhood. Yeah, so. like the neighbors don't need to see this. Yeah, <laughs> So I'm sitting there, and I'm, like I said, I get my boot off, my one boot, I throw it out, out there, and now my, my other boot, she helps me get that off. She starts taking my pants. I get my socks off. So in the garage... Could you it, tell she was, like, excited for this oh, experience? Oh, she was, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I did not want my neuroses in this situation to derail any of this, because right. it's fucking hot, right? Yeah. So... I get all my clothes off. So again, shirt, uh, phone. Actually, that's not true. My phone was in my front pocket. My phone ended up on the floor in the garage because when I threw my pants out, the phone just went on the floor. <laughs> uh, pants, underwear, socks, boots on the ground, shirts, and you know all my shit is on the roof. Just, just stuff everywhere. Now, also, I had my bag with me, so there were condoms in the bag. Oh, that's good. So, well, I have to get out of the fucking car to get the bag because the bag's on the roof. So fortunately, not a huge car. I was able to reach up, unzip my bag while she's sucking my cock at this point, <laughs> fish inside my bag to get my condoms out. So I got lucky. I was able to do that. Well, as it turned out, she also had condoms in the car. Oh, well, that's good. Super fucking helpful because I needed them. So I pulled, I had, I think there were three of them in there. I managed to find two. I pulled them out and grabbed them. So I, I had them with me. So now I'm totally naked. She's in this little bit of lingerie. It's not a lot. Again, she's sucking my cock. Well, this goes on for a bit, but I've had about enough of that. And so <laughs> she gets up on my lap because I just want to get all over her. When she gets on top, uh, sits on my lap, she straddles me. Again, she's tiny. So there's plenty of room, right? I get the top of her thing off of her. I am biting on her nipples, Ugh. squeezing her other nipple, choking her with one hand, which, you know, 
She fucking loves. Loves it. Yeah. I have my other hand uh, at one point is on her ass cheek and I am just squeezing her ass. She's grinding on me. I'm, I have no pants on. <laughs> she has the bottoms on. Yeah. She's grinding on me and has an orgasm while she's grinding on me. That is not unusual. Just from grinding on you? That's not unusual. Happens what a, a ha- lucky woman. Happens Holy a lot. shit, I wish I could do yeah, that. Yeah, she does that very, very well. And so th- a couple of times, the not once. This is it goes on a couple of times. Damn. She's worked up. I'm worked up. My That's like ha- the women that can just like cross their legs and squeeze and they can have an orgasm. I'm like, Jesus, I, yeah, would I don't never, know that she can do that. I would never well, get anything done if I could do that. I'll tell you this. Much like Natasha, she's right. She's grinding on my cock and I'm biting her nipples. She has an orgasm. That's crazy. It, nothing to it. So while she's doing that, of course, I am fucking rock hard, which, by the way, is really strange for me. Because I am not comfortable in this fucking car. Right. I am not. She's comfortable. She's a tiny little thing. <laughs> I am not comfortable in the back seat of this fucking car. <laughs> so eventually she gets her bottoms. Well, her bottoms were like crotchless. But we managed, oh. we managed to. Well, they stayed on and I had to kind of pull a strap out of the way to get to her. <laughs> Just a little thin. It's like electrical tape, this thing. It's actually what it looks like is like it looks all like electrical tape just wrapped around her. But it's material. That's hot. Super. So fucking hot. So while she's on me, I'm, I'm like moving this aside and I'm playing with her clit a little bit and she's grinding on me and I got my hands reached around from the back and I, we're just all over each other. I wish you guys could see the hand motions Brian's making it's, as he's yeah, telling it's this so story. It's difficult to <laughs> describe like, really. He literally just motioned like playing with well, her clit. Because I'm, I'm trying to like <laughs> emulate what that was like. It was super awkward. This was like a fumbling teenage fucking session in the back of your car in high school. Yeah, but that's kind of the beauty of it. It was Yeah, it was so fucking cool, but it's yeah. been a, lo- a lot of years since that happened. <laughs> Since you fucked in a car? Long fucking time. (laughs) So, again, she's on me, but we're so fucking worked up. Like, this is not going to last long, right? So, I had the condoms, like, tucked underneath me and behind me in the seat. So, I reach behind me. I get one. I didn't pre-open them. I didn't have a fucking chance. Get the thing opened up. I put a condom on, and she attempts to straddle me. And I, and well, actually, what she did first was she turned around, was going to sit on me, like, reverse cowgirl style. Uh I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. I want you on top of me. So she straddles me and she gets, she literally gets on top of me. I'm inside of her now and she just starts going to town. We are fucking like, literally like teenagers just going at it <laughs> in the back of this car. And again, she's so short that even sitting on my lap in the back seat, she's her not head hitting the doesn't roof. touch the roof, <laughs> which is great because I'm able to get some real good like traction. Yeah. My hands, one hand on her waist, I think my left hand was around her waist and my right hand was on her uh, left ass cheek. And I'm picking her up and down, still not hitting her head, by the way, making sure of that. Fucking insane, intense. I'm biting her tits. It's so fucking hot. She has an orgasm, and I am still rock fucking hard. This whole thing has got me worked up. I don't know if it's because I was like, fuck it, I'm just throwing my shit out and not folding anything. And It's because you were able to turn your brain off for a little bit. Well, I had no choice because if I had gotten into my fucking neurotic behavior of folding everything neatly and placing it, you know what I mean? (laughs) It would have been a fucking 20 minute ordeal. It would have been over. It would have been such a buzzkill. She's sitting there in this beautiful Uh, lingerie as you're like, hold on, please let let me me fold my jeans. Bear with me just a moment. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So anyway, she's on me. We're going at it. It's fucking hot and heavy. Well, then, of course, she gets up and turns around. So now I slide over a bit and I'm in the center of the back seat. Console obviously is in the center. So she's turned around. She's leaning on the console. She sits on me. And now I'm fucking her from behind while she's kind of in a seated, crouched down position, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
fucking amazing. I am slapping her ass, pulling her hair, uh, choking her. How hot. It is full fucking on in the back of this little car. <laughs> I don't know what it would have looked like from the outside. I'm sure it was fucking hot. By the way, both fucking doors wide open right now because I originally opened the door to get her heels out. So the front passenger door is open. The side, the rear passenger door obviously is open because that's how I got in and I needed the room. So it's just full fucking on. And it was so fucking intense. Well, after that, and that goes on a while because it was a really kind of convenient position, honestly. I had the most room. I had all the room on either side of me. And the way she was positioned, because she was forward and she's so short, she had plenty of space. Yeah. So it was working out really well. I was not having, that wasn't enough for me. So she, I get her off that out of that position and I, she comes over and sits to my left. Again, she's tiny, man. So she was able to sit in the on the back seat and I was able to get like in a position on the floor, kind of like my right leg on the floor, left leg on the seat and fucked her that way. Oh my God. And it was deep. So this, this is where it gets, it was just funny because she's super flexible. So her legs are above her head while she's sitting up. Okay. <laughs> Again, her feet. I'm trying to picture all this. Her feet don't touch the ceiling of the roof of the car, but it was a little bit of an awkward position, and I really did want to get her a little bit more flattened out because it didn't look super comfortable. So I opened the other fucking door, pushed the door open, lay her down. Now her fucking head is hanging out of the car. <laughs> so she's basically three quarters in the car, one quarter out of the car. This is both so hot and hilarious. So, Okay, so you got to picture this. So she's behind the front driver's seat, okay? We're in the rear. Her right leg is up in the air. I'm holding it with my left arm, pinned to the to the side of the car. Her head is out of the car. Her right leg, or I'm sorry, her left leg, I'm holding with my right hand, is also out of the car, even with her head, because she's that flexible. It was the craziest fucking position, like you can imagine, in this situation. But it fucking worked, because we were having at it. And I was actually at one point afraid I was going to hurt her because it didn't look super fucking comfortable. She didn't complain about it a bit, but it looked awkward to me. <laughs> I'm like, this is this looks just fucking crazy to me, right? It's insane. And we were probably in the garage, in the car. This is about a 30-minute process. Yeah. Okay, maybe a drop longer. I'm like, okay, we got to get out of here. She goes, let's get upstairs. Once again, out of my comfort zone, I left everything in the garage the music is on i grab the bag with the condoms we are naked she has the bottoms are still on through the fucking garage into the house and of course i run into my buddy he's you know super whiny because I, I i haven't seen him and he's barking and going crazy do her dog for people that yeah. are not avid listeners the yet. whole time he's going nuts yeah so now we get in the house but i am rock fucking hard i have a condom on still and it's just i mean it, it's like it was like kids running you know teenagers for the first time running around the house naked right <laughs> so we get in the house i pet him real quick she goes up the stairs she turns around and like sits on before the first landing because like you go she up the steps landing the landing, upstairs, you go yeah. up before the first landing she goes like she's like two steps down and she just lays back I'm like, oh, okay. It's that kind of party. Cool. Well, I take the condom off because I, I want to get a new one anyway. And I pull her panties off and I start going down on her on the stairs. Oh, my God. So I pick her up and put her on the landing so she's flat. And again, her legs, I, I have her like her calves in my hands, just pinning them back. And I'm going down on her. I, I was not going to stop until she had a couple of orgasms. I wanted her in that position. So we were there for maybe 10 minutes or so. Just I was just going to town. Holy shit, that's hot. So fucking hot. Ugh. Well, so now 
I don't want her to rug burn. I'm not going to fuck her on this carpet. It would have been awkward and weird anyway. Too, not enough space for me, plenty for her. It just would have been weird. So she gets up. I grab the fucking condom, of course, because I left it on the fucking banister. And so up the stairs we go. I go in the bathroom real quick, and then I come out. I open my bag, get another condom out of it, throw it on the bed. And I go to stand, I go toward the bed. She's on the bed, on her stomach, and she's facing me. So she just starts sucking my cock again. Uh. A couple of minutes of that. Um, now I get on the bed, and she gets on top of me again. Uh, we're both naked now. So to give you an idea of just how well she does the grinding, riding orgasm thing, she gets on top of me. I haven't even grabbed the condom yet. It's behind. It's on the bed under the pillow at this point, or fell behind the pillow. She's just grinding on me, and I'm just playing with her nipples, biting her chest a little bit. Came again, like Ugh. almost within a couple of minutes. I'm so jealous. I was. I. I wish I could do that. So fucking hot. We are so worked up. So again, I grab the condom because she says I need you to fuck me hard. Done. End of story. That's all I need. You just tell me that. We're <laughs> off to the races. So I grab the condom right back on top of her, and we are going at it. Legs behind her head, choking her with one hand, with leg one leg behind her head, choking her with one hand, pulling her hair, biting her neck, biting her, her back. I flipped her over, fucking her from behind, biting on her back. This was the hottest fucking thing. It, it was crazy. By the time it was all over between the maybe 30 minutes in the garage, figure 10 minutes or so on the stairs, another 30, 40 minutes in the bedroom. This was a full on fuck session that it was just I would never have expected. Never fucking would have expected it. It was so fucking hot. Finally, again, she's on her back and I get on top of her and we're just going at it. Um, and I finally came. And when it was over, man, when I was done, I was spent. I bet you were. That's fucking a lot. Spent. It was just, well, mentally, I was like, what? I Because I had no fucking idea what was going on or where this was headed or, you know, it was a mind fuck literally from the minute I walked in the garage. I saw the heels and instantly I'm like, what? What is happening? What, what did she do? She got, <laughs> was she running through the house like naked and barefoot? She was in a rush? Like, I, let me take these, I guess. I, I had no idea what was going on, but holy shit. So we laid there afterwards. Both of us were just spent. We laid there for a, probably another half hour. Just rubbing on each other and, and just talking and, and, and catching up because we hadn't seen one another in a while. And again, there was no conversation, man. I got in the garage. She opened the door. She giggled. And boom, my cock was in Well, her I mouth. think it would have been weird if you would have like sat in the back seat and chatted well, I mean, before you fucked your was, brains out. But it was one of those things that we don't ordinarily do. Yeah, that was, was her entire point to yeah. me is like, I want to do something different with him. And she came up with this fabulous idea. I knew it was going to be out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But I also knew if there was anyone to help push you out of your comfort zone, it's jade because you feel so comfortable with her yeah, for sure and you know you guys have had so much like good rapport and everything that i felt like maybe you'd be able to shut your brain off enough to really enjoy it. and it sounds like you did so I, kudos to you yeah i absolutely did between the car the stairs you know so again i don't ever just drop my fucking clothes and all my shit and i just don't do that Maybe it, you should do it more often. It didn't even occur to me <laughs> until, of course, after, and I go get my clothes. I'm like, holy shit, I really just left it all fucking laying here, didn't I? I don't even know where all my stuff is. It was fucking crazy. But hot, listen, I, first of all, she is adorable, as you know. She's so fucking cute and sexy and just everything about her. That little bit of lingerie, just looking at her on all fours, on the fucking seat in the car with that shit-eating grin on her face, like, I got you. Like, <laughs> I didn't know. I had no fucking idea. <laughs> that door fucking swung open. I'm like, oh, 
Oh, okay. This is what's happening. All yeah. right. I get it now. I get it. Well, between Natasha with her uh, Bluetooth vibrator oh God, that we talked yeah. about last week and then Jade doing this this week, I was like, this is so fucking perfect. Like, again, things that are completely different that really turn me on. Yeah. I This turns me on so fucking much yeah. because it's something so different. It's abstract. And I'm visualizing everything you're talking about in my head. And because it's different, it also makes it more erotic for me. Crazy. So I, it's just hot. I love that you got to have this experience i do think and i told jade this as well that you now need to plan something different oh, for her will. like yeah. you have to do something out of the box that's going to be like a surprise for her yeah absolutely and uh, natasha for that matter because uh, that was super fucking hot that was so fucking cool yeah but with natasha it's a little bit different because i is. think her hubby really likes planning it himself that's part of how he feels involved and how he gets turned on by the situation yeah but with jade i just feel like planning something totally wild to do with her well would be awesome. So she and I never, we never had a, com- well, here's, here's the thing. We never had a conversation about doing anything outside of the bedroom, right? Sexually. We've been out together, obviously. Right. But if you remember, she and I went to like kind of this ghost town kind of place that you and I are going to drive through, I think, on our way out of town. And I, it occurred to me, I thought, well, when we were there, I thought, could we fuck here? I wonder, <laughs> could we do that? The truth of the matter is, there were a couple places where we could have. I didn't want to run the risk of getting seen by people because it and was a getting mixed, arrested. Yeah, it's a mixed <laughs> bag there. It's like, you know, it's not like an adult place necessarily. But there were a few places where we could have made that happen. Well, I have some ideas for you, so maybe I'll help you out. Because I, okay. I feel like I know Jade well enough at this point via being her friend and also right. the stories you tell me that I think there's some hotness we'll, there. We're going to figure it out. I'll share it with you afterwards. We're obviously not going to talk about it on here because she listens. She, so. Of course. But listen, I'm telling you, that experience was as much fun. It was so much fucking fun. And it's so much like her because you could tell she was very impressed with herself by pulling this off. You know, she was giggly and la- it was fucking amazing. An amazing time. I'm uh, so glad. That's so, so sexy. Hot. And I'm so turned on by the whole thing. So fucking hot. Yeah, it was great. Well, if you got to the end of this episode and you want more FPS, I have a place for you to go. You can head on over to patreon.com slash French Porch Swingers. We do a ton of bonus content there. I will also say, like the one that we just put up, the bonus episode, it's very vulnerable. It's it's getting into a lot of vulnerable territory. And it I is. like being able to do that. I feel like it's kind of healing for you and I. And, you know, because it's a smaller group of people and because we know that they're supporters of ours, I feel like we really kind of get to be ourselves so much more. Not that we're not here, but just, just more open and for honest sure. about certain things there so if you want to get to know us a little bit better if you want some behind the scenes content things you're never going to hear on this episode or future episodes uh you can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers for all of that bonus content yeah if you want to see me taking big old cocks which is mostly what i do pretty on much pretty much what you got going on there yeah <laughs> You can head on over to OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And if you'd like to join us for an upcoming event, whether it's Denver, Houston, Pod Bash coming Pod up bash. in September, you can find all of the information on anything that we're doing at members.frontporchswingers.com. Yep. And even if you're not coming to an event right away, I would definitely recommend getting on there, get an approved profile. It doesn't cost you anything to a- apply for membership. No. And uh, once you're on there, you will be the first ones to see the new cities that we're going to or the events that we're putting up again members.frontporchswingers.com for that do you have anything else we've got a lot a lot of events exotica 
Chicago. If you're thinking about going, if you're in the Chicago area, you should hit us up. We may have a couple of day passes to give away to some folks. I think we're gonna we're gonna come up with a way to give them away. We but are. Yes. Reach out if you're interested. We'll we'll keep you posted. Cannot wait. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks everybody.